Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> You know very well who you are Don't let them hold you down Free for the stars You had a goal, but not that many Cause you're the only one I'll give you good says it's Wednesday night, and it's just started to rain here in the ATL area, so that means the Lord trying to get everybody in the house, too, so they can get ready for the baddest lady in the land when it comes to talking sports on the radio. <laughs> Good evening, everyone, and thank you for tuning in once again to the lady who loves sports. That would be me, your girl, TJ, and this is LL Sports 2 with TJ, where we are a sports show for everyone, but we do cater to the novice female sports fan because we are trying to help educate the ladies on the fundamentals of baseball, basketball, and football. All right, what does that mean? Well, it means that, you know, we talk about everything. We talk about all the the latest and greatest and highlight news, everything, you know, that's going on in sports. But for those ladies who want to have a forum, who want to have a place where they can go to to ask questions, to learn about you know, just the basics or whatever is going on or whatever they want to learn about sports, then you can send them to me. And this is a safe place. We will not laugh at the questions. We will not, uh, you know, judge the questions. It is a safe place, a safe zone for women and men. You know, I don't want to leave anyone out, but I know that there are plenty of ladies out there who enjoy the game. They just don't quite understand it. And so for you, I am here. All right. And when do we do that? We're going to go ahead and get the housekeeping out of the way every Wednesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And there are several ways that you can join me now. One, you can pick up your telephone dial, 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Or for all my Facebook people out there, you know how Facebook, they have that wonderful feature now called Live. Yes, yeah, so we go live on Facebook, usually about 10 after the hour, so you can catch me there as well. And it's an interactive show, okay? So that means I want to hear from you, from the listeners. So anytime, if, you're, if I'm talking about a subject or talking about a topic, if I haven't broached it yet, 
You know, if there's anything, you know, you want to get off your chest, things that's going on with your team, well, that's the time for that, okay? And you don't always have to talk to me. I mean, I enjoy talking to my listeners because I like to hear your thoughts. I like to hear your opinions and all of that. So anytime you do want to chime in and you want to talk and you want the listeners to to be able to to hear what you have to say, you call in at that number, 347-826-7924. You press the number 1 that puts you in the queue, and then I will bring you right on in, all right? For those of you who do not like to hear yourselves on the radio, I know you're out there. Still don't quite understand it, but, hey, everybody, that's that's why they make a way for everybody, okay? <laughs> but for you, we have what's called the chat room, so you just go to that uh, homepage again, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 You can create yourself an account and then start typing away. And I ask that you create an account. That way I can give you a personalized shout-out. All right, and then last but by no means, Lisa, as I just mentioned, Facebook Live. That's the way to talk to me, see me, interact with me, everything. All, all Everything all bundled up in one. You know, everybody likes bundles now, AT&T, Xfinity, everybody. So that's your bundle package right there, Facebook Live. <laughs> all right, and then don't forget, if you're not following the show, please do that as well. Just go to that home page. Make sure to click all of the links, but most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your number will not be counted. And then I'm also in iTunes, LL Sports 2 with TJ, and click subscribe. All right, so got all that out the way. That's the housekeeping. So let's see what's on my mind tonight. Ooh, we're going to get into it. Uh, so just for right now, um, the president and how he continues to choose to handle issues that are going on in the world. You know, I don't care what anybody says this past weekend. Uh, I mean, you know, I know we had to deal with 9-11 with Bush. Uh, We've dealt with plenty of school shootings and mass shootings um, with Bush, Obama. But what happened this weekend, um, I just don't know if this group of people would have felt so compelled so emboldened to do and uh, protest the way they did with any other president in office. So uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit uh, because LeBron James, he is stepping to the plate once again. Uh, so I don't want to go too much into it, but uh, on a lighter note, <laughs> what I want to discuss. Uh, let's see, we only have two more episodes of Power Left, y'all, only two more episodes, and I'm about to do a disclaimer. So if you haven't watched it, well, if you haven't watched it in the past two weeks, then Something's really wrong with you. But go ahead. I'll give you five, four, three, two, one. I knew it. I called it. I said it. Dang, what's the matter? Teresi is Tommy's daddy. What? I should be a writer on the show, don't you think? Because I can't. No? Moving too, going too far? Over the cliff? Okay, well, I called it, though. So I was happy to see that. But we only have two more episodes of Power Left, y'all. So make sure to tune in to that, and we'll have to see what's going on for next season. Is 50 leaving? You know, will they work everything out? They say that they're trying to shop the show to a different network. Um, they're going to have to keep it on cable because that show is, is just too raw for, for, for anything other than cable TV. So hopefully they'll get everything worked out, the writers, the producers, directors, and 50 Cent, and we'll see it back on Stars. Um, you know, this upcoming um, summer because that's when they that's when they air but two more episodes left y'all and then did you check out unsung this sunday it was iced tea very remarkable story i did not know uh, his upbringing and how he got to california how he got to compton 
all of the things that he was into, the criminal life, it's amazing how freely they speak on that <laughs> and the details that they give. So don't want to give anything away on that. But make sure you catch uh, Ice-T's Unsung. Again, it aired last Sunday, and then in two weeks they will start airing Unsung Hollywood again. And the first episode they will be featuring the Hollywood, the acting side of Ice-T. So definitely looking forward to that. I think that's going to air September the 5th. All right? All right, y'all, so let's go ahead and jump into it, the world of sports. What are we going to be talking about? As I just mentioned, LeBron James, he continues to use the platform that he has been given. Say what you want to, but you cannot say that this man is not um, vocal, that he's not uh, uplifting, that he's not uh, an athlete who doesn't mind getting in the trenches of what's going on in the world today. So we will definitely talk about that. We'll also hear from President Donald Trump um, Again, what he had to say regarding this this weekend. Um, the NFL, they have decided to suspend Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott for six, count them, six games. Does Elliott really have enough to appeal? So we will definitely be t- uh, talking about that. I think I mentioned this before, but don't know if we actually got to it. Queen B, Beyonce, she's about to add NBA owner to her portfolio. Of course, we will dive into the NBA, NFL, Major League Baseball news and notes. Of course, Wednesday, Wikipedia, Lucinda's lyrics, TJ's motivational moment, and oh, so much more. Whatever we can get into, you know, we'll dive into it. So let's go ahead and jump into our first break. Uh, a couple of the breaks tonight, they are going to be featuring a an artist who is celebrating a birthday today. So hopefully you'll enjoy some music from her. Got some old school, got some so so new. You know, I'm one of those type of people that once the once they get to just trying to be too commercial or whatever, they kind of lose me. So I really enjoy artists when they first come out when they're hungry and when they, you know, really um, they're they're true to themselves and, and doing the music that they really want to do. So, excuse me, like I said, have some music uh, featuring our birthday girl tonight and then just hopefully some more uh, feel-good music for you. All right? So we'll go ahead, jump into our first break, and then on the outside of this we will dive right into it. Ezekiel Elliott, the NFL has spoken. The law, they didn't they didn't charge him. They didn't. You know, they they did not find anything worth bringing charges. But the NFL is a totally different story. We'll talk about it right after the break. This is TJ, LL Sports 2. Hey, Mr. DJ, put a record on. I want to dance with my baby.
That's right, a little Madonna for you tonight, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl, TJ, tonight. And, yes, we are now live, all the way live on Facebook Live. So make sure to tune in and check in uh, check in, in the show on Facebook and check out the show on Facebook. All right, so it's it's almost time, y'all. We're, we're, within, we're within three weeks. I just, come on now. Can you... Yes, can you feel it? Do you hear it? It's the NFL theme song. What is it? I think it's three weeks from tomorrow. <laughs> Chiefs at the Patriots, it will be kicking off. So, yes, your girl is getting excited. We already have one week of preseason in the book. Now we're ready for a week two. So I believe it's 22 days specifically until the season starts. But, you know, don't quote me on that. But I do think it's only three weeks left. Okay, I got a shout out to everybody that's tuning in on Facebook. I like to go as, as they come on so that they know that I see them. So, Bo Morgan, thank you so much. What's up, Bo? Bruce Miller in the house. Bunny Smith, shout out to Luminous Entertainment for doing the doggone thing once again. If you missed the NFL kickoff party this past Sunday at Empire, hated it. Sorry, you missed a great, great turnout. Just wonderful camaraderie, camaraderie all of the teams just showing their love. And uh, this year... The Saints fans took it. Yeah, the Saints. Who that nation? They came representing tambourine and all. Okay. <laughs> so shout out to you, Bunny, and the ladies of Luminous. Pedro, what's going on? Said put them up for the Niners. You already know. I'm rocking a old school here. Well, when Crabtree was, you know, I think this was the this was the year he first was with us. So, so this was the year that he that out, you know, for a couple games, but that's okay. Kenny Cage, what's going on? What's going on? So shout out to everybody for tuning in to the show tonight. So I want to hear your thoughts on this, everybody. I want to hear your thoughts. And, you know, it's funny because I had a different, um, I had a, a different perspective when I first heard about the suspension. And then, of course, that's why they say don't make harsh decisions and judgments. Don't rush to judgment. You know, take time to Think about things, let things soak in, and get all the facts. And then, you know, make an educated decision, which is why I think the NFL took 13 months to come to their conclusion. But they have finally put down the hammer, and the Cowboys have suspended, I'm sorry, the NFL, they have suspended Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott for a total of six games for violating the personal conduct policy of the league. This was announced last Friday. And so the suspension, it comes as a result of an investigation that started more than a year ago. Um, this was after an, an uh, ex-girlfriend. I don't even want to say if I could say allegedly because she did it. I mean, she accused him, and they went through all of the witnesses and photos and um, all the evidence that they had. So the NFL, even the law, because um, everything happened in Columbus, Ohio, so you have the detectives, everything they supposedly went through diligently, and the justice system, the law decided not to prosecute. However, the NFL said, no, I think we have enough where we can make an educated decision here. So, again, this was an ex-girlfriend accusing Elliot of domestic violence in Columbus, Ohio. Uh, the Columbus City Attorney's Office announced in September – Hold on, y'all. 
told you we're having a little thunderstorms here in Atlanta, so if my sound goes out, I do apologize, but hopefully you guys will be able to hear me and see me clearly uh, on, on Facebook Live. So the Columbus City Attorney's Office, they again announced in September that it would not pursue charges against Elliot uh, because of, I say this in quotes, conflicting and inconsistent information. But as I said, the NFL, they did decide to penalize Elliot for his conduct. Now, Elliot said in a statement on Friday, uh, he took to Twitter, he said that he strongly disagrees with the league's conclusion, and he went on to say this, I quote, I am both surprised and disappointed by the NFL's decision today, and I strongly disagree with the league's findings. I recognize the distraction and disruption that all of this has caused my family, friends, teammates, the Dallas Cowboys organization, as well as my fans. For that, I am sincerely sorry. I admit that I am far from perfect, but I plan to continue to work very hard on and off the field to mature and earn the great opportunity that I have been given. End quote. Now, if you've seen the statement, You've read the statement because, of course, it's been on all the media outlets. Not one time did he say he didn't do it. Not one time did he say these are false accusations. I would never, I have never put my hands on a woman. Uh, You know, I'm going to fight this tooth and nail to the end to, you know, proclaim my end. None of that. None of that. He says that he is sorry. He said that he admits he is not perfect. Duh, who is? Says that he plans to continue to work hard so that he could take advantage of the opportunity that he has been given. Said he was disappointed in the NFL's findings. But did you hear that he didn't do it? Did you hear him, you know, unequivocally rebuke or refute that he ever put or would put his hands on a woman? You know, you know, y'all, sometimes it's not always what you say. Sometimes it's what you don't say as well, okay? So the NFL, uh, again, this they came to the, to the six-game suspension. And, of course, players, they have the right to appeal their suspensions. And Ezekiel Elliott and his team, they, you know, precisely did that, promptly did that yesterday. So they have filed the appeal. Now, if everything, well, if he hadn't have appealed, then he would have been eligible to play week seven, which, uh, let's see, they're saying that he would begin his suspension on September 2nd, of course, that's the first day. And then um, after the Cowboys' week seven game, which is going to be against my 49ers, his first possible game to be played would be week eight against the Washington Redskins. But, of course, that is if he had not appealed. So since he has appealed, his um, appeal will be heard on August 29th. So now it's just a matter of when will Ezekiel Elliott be, um, when is he going to sit out and, and, and do the suspension? Because all he really is doing is prolonging it. Because, again, if it took, you, if it took the league 13 months to come to this conclusion, they, again, they said that they've gone through everything. So what really will Ezekiel Elliott's team, what will they have to present that will be different from whatever the NFL has already seen and, progress, and you know processed and went through? 
I mean, really, will they have any more new information? What's going on, everybody? I see everybody tuning in to the show tonight. Let me give a shout-out to everybody real quick here. I see Bunny says, we enjoyed it, and who that represented? Yes, they did. Yes, they surely did. If you missed the turnout, you missed a good one. Uh, Colorado Charles, what's going on? Anton Payne, Frederick Muzan, Matt Bailey, what's going on, Matt? Hey, I see everybody. Thank you so much for tuning in to the show tonight. Don't forget, you know, hit me up. Chime in on the timeline, all right? So let's see, we're getting back to, we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott. See, oh, my mom just timed in. Sorry for the technical difficulties. We'll see shortly. Okay, so I don't know if that means you can't hear me on the phones or if you can't see me on the timeline. But, yes, we are having a little storms here in the ATL, so y'all bear with me, okay? Hang in there with me. <laughs> So you were talking, right? So we're talking about Ezekiel Elliott and the suspension. Um, now, an NFL official told ESPN that the decision on punishment for Elliott took time to make, in part because the NFLPA delayed delivering requested information. They're saying that between Ezekiel Elliott himself, like his own, they requested information from him, and then they also requested information from, I guess. Witnesses and, 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 and people like that They said that it did take them a long time To get some of the requested information And that was from mid-December to mid-May That they were trying to accumulate all of that So again If you drag your feet Trying to get the information to them That is going to, to drag uh, That's going to drag The proceedings out so, however, the NFLPA president, Eric Winston, he expressed frustration with the disciplinary process Friday night, saying, I quote, there's just a lack of protocol. There's a lack of coherent process. There's a lack of anything. There's a lack of player buy-in because the league has chosen to go at it alone, end quote. I don't necessarily uh, know if I agree with that. I do believe, for one thing, I believe the NFL, they're damned if they do, they're damned if they don't. And this is one time where they really had to get it right. We know how many times the NFL has messed up, especially when it comes to domestic violence um, issues. With Don't want to even really talk about it, but let's just bring it up. Ray Rice, uh, Greg Hardy, Josh Brown from the Giants last year. They only suspended him one game, and then the, the, the Giants took it upon themselves to release him altogether. So I do believe that the NFL, they took this seriously enough to be like, okay, listen, we've got one chance to get this right. We can't make a rash decision, rush, rush to judgment, and then try to clean it up later. So I do commend the NFL for taking their due diligence, taking their time to come to this decision. Now, mind you, had they waited 13 months and then didn't suspend Ezekiel Elliott, it probably would have been a problem because you're like, okay, it's taking you this long to – to hold it over his head, to drag it out? What, are you just trying to drag his name through the mud? Keep, you know. But uh, for the fact that they did suspend him, and if you know the law, since the Ray Rice incident, the NFL, it's in their bylaws now. If you are found guilty of, of um, you know, committing infr- in, in, in infringements or infractions against the conduct policy, it's an automatic six-game suspension for domestic violence. The next instance, so regardless of the appeal, if he is, if, if the six games are upheld, he's got one more time, and then he could be banned from the league. This is a man that just came in the league, had, a, had an amazing, awesome rookie season. Cowboys went 13-3, and three, not just because of Zeke, but because of Dak as well, offensive line, everything, all the key, key uh, players pay a, play a part. But this is your first, you, you're breaking into the league. 
and now you're already to the point where if you have another incident, you could be gone, out of here. So the NFL, they are making a statement here. It's like, okay, we don't care how much talent you have. If you don't abide by the rules and regulations and the policies, you're going to be a talented player that was. It's just that simple. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight on LL Sports 2. So, again, the legal authorities, they concluded that they could not, uh, legal, legally now, they said that they concluded that they could not prove Elliot's guilt beyond a reasonable doubt. Um, several witnesses, according to sources close to the case, had heard the woman yell at Elliot. This is his ex-girlfriend said that she yelled at him um, that she would, quote, ruin his career when she was unhappy that they would not continue their relationship. Um, NFL officials said in the statement that it investigated Elliott's case thoroughly and determined that he violated the personal conduct policy. The league examined, they examined text messages. They examined um, other, like, correspondence. They interviewed more than a dozen witnesses, including the accuser and Elliot, and retained medical and legal experts to help Roger Goodell make this decision. In a letter uh, to Elliot advising him of the league's decision, the NFL said the experts, quote, were of the view that there is substantial and persuasive evidence supporting a finding that Elliot engaged in physical violence, end quote, multiple times in July. The dates specifically, July 17th, July 21st, and July 22nd that are, like, very uh, prominent dates. The NFL also said that they identified three incidents that caused injuries to the woman's face, her neck, shoulders, arms, hands, wrists, hips, and knees. Okay, so it's not just a one-time jab or... One push, one pull. The NFL, again, they identified three incidents that caused injuries to her face, her neck, shoulders, arms, hands, wrists, hips, and knees over the span of five days and cited photographic evidence of the injuries. Uh, Peter Harvey, the former attorney general for New Jersey who aided the NFL's investigation, said that the league analyzed metadata related to the photographs and was able to determine the photos were taken on the date the woman said the violence occurred. Harvey also said that Elliot's representatives presented alternative theories to how she may have sustained the injuries, and they're saying, and this again is Ezekiel Elliott and his camp, they're saying that the accused uh, female, she was involved in a fist fight with another female, and that is where the bruises um, and the injuries could have come from. They're also saying um, falling down the stairs, you know, or at her job as a server, she could have received these bruises, um, but did not did not offer evidence of the injuries occurring under those circumstances. Of course, these are just all theories of what could have happened. Uh, so again, Harvey, um, one of Elliot's representatives said, "I quote: So while alternative theories are interesting, in my judgment, they have to be supported by evidence, and that was lacking in this particular situation." End quote. I'm sorry, again, um, Harvey is, Peter Harvey is the former attorney general for New Jersey who aided the NFL. So, again, 
it's just it's really not looking good for Ezekiel. Um, Ezekiel's representative said in their statement that the prosecutor's office and the NFL investigators told them that the woman had lied about one of the alleged incidents and that a witness had stated that no assault had occurred. They also challenged the timing of her injury, saying that they happened when Elliot and the woman were not together. We all know how that goes, though. On again, off again. There's always, you know, what, three sides to the to the story, his side, her side, and the truth, whatever lies in, in the middle. When I first heard about this, well, let me talk about the uh, appeal real quick, too. So we know that Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel Elliott, he did officially appeal the decision yesterday. And so now, again, we're trying to see what new information will you be able to provide the NFL that they haven't already gone through, that they didn't already check out, that allowed them to come to their decision of a six-game suspension. Um, they're saying that this, when I say they are talking about Ezekiel Elliott and his team, they're saying that uh, they have documents, uh, again, text messages highlighting certain things that the female, um, that the accuser was saying. Elliott's father, Stacy Elliott, he tweeted out on Monday that his son's legal team is ready to fight, and he copied a portion of the Star Telegram's report. So these are some of the incidents that, again, Ezekiel Elliott and his representatives are going to try to present to the NFL as counter you know, counterpunches to the accuser. Again, um, saying that the report details a text message in which Thompson, this is the female, told Elliot, I quote, you better be smart and not be a dumb man, end quote. Um, after not being allowed in an after party, she was heard yelling and screaming that, I quote, your career is over, end quote, and then proceeded to call the police. And then also Elliot says that he is 100% certain that Thompson told him on July 22nd, I quote, you are a black male athlete. I'm a white girl. They are not going to believe you, end quote. So, again, I would think that he would have presented all of this prior, beforehand, but these are some of the incidents that they said that they will be bringing to the appeal process come the 29th. Um, per the documents, Friel uh, was unable to give a clear endorsement of Thompson's credibility because she repeatedly misled investigators. Uh, the above threats were made on July 21st and the early morning hours of July 22nd, and this is the date that Thompson called the police accusing Elliot of assaulting her while they were in a parked vehicle. Um, now, just to continue, the Columbus, Ohio City Attorney's Office announced in September that it would not pursue charges against Elliot because of conflicting and inconsistent information. But again, the NFL, they can penalize a player even without legal charges. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, like I said, in the beginning, when I first heard about the suspension, I was like, how can you suspend the how can you suspend a man when the legal system, they didn't find anything wrong? There have been no charges. He hasn't been arrested. Of course, he's been in, in quite a few circumstances and incidents, but if you're not found, you know, if you're, if you're not prosecuted, if you're not arrested, really, what evidence do you have? I think it's basically hearsay, you know, he said, she said. But when you see what the NFL, what they were, woo. That was a lightning strike. Did y'all hear that? <laughs> when you were here, uh, when you are able to hear the documents, the text messages, that the photos that they have been able to uncover, we all know that saying where there's smoke, there's fire. And you can't have this many infractions. You can't have this many incidents, and there not be something wrong. Now, it, it, 
Did she get into a fight with the girl over Ezekiel Elliott because she was jealous? Perhaps. If she's a server, could she bump into a grill or bump into a couple of tables? Perhaps. But five incidents, five different sets of circumstances in just a a five-day span. Do I believe that Ezekiel Elliott probably thinks he's entitled and thinks that he may can get away with certain things? because of who he is and what he does and how good he is, perhaps I wouldn't put it past him. So do I believe the, the, the quotes of the female that she's saying, I'll ruin you, I'll end your career, you know, you're a black athlete, I'm a white girl? I definitely believe that. Yes, I do. But then that goes to your choice of, your, your choice of partner, okay? If she's capable of saying that, if she's capable of wanting to end your career, why would you want to deal with a woman like that? Come on now. I don't care if she's black, white, Puerto Rican, Indian, whoever. If you have a woman that you're dealing with who is, who is able to, to, to spew those words, you know, to have those thoughts, why would that person be in your camp? And let's be real. I'm pretty sure that ain't the first time she said that. They've dealt with each other for a while, while he was in college. So, you know, I don't, woe is me. I don't feel too, too sorry for you there, there, Zeke. You need to watch the company you keep. All right, let's go back to the timeline here. I want to make sure that I shout out everybody who is tuning into the show. I saw you, Matt Bailey. You talking about, hey, lady. Uh, let's see. Terry Greer, thank you so much for tuning in. Frederick says, hey, Tina, good for Zeke. Oh, so you happy about the suspension there? <laughs> Marquis Shelton, thank you so much for tuning in. Frank, what's going on? Marlon, he says, woo, just an insight from 49ers training camp practice today against the Broncos. We are going to handle business this year. Hella victories and big plays are coming. All right. Shout out to the 49ers. We are always excited about, you know, just the hope. We always have hope at the beginning of the season. So, hey, I'm, I'm with it. I'm with it. I think we're going to have a better season than most anticipate. I think we're going to fly under the radar. The last time we had a new head coach that came from, I don't want to say came from nowhere, but came with certain expectations, we went 13-3. and three. That's all I'm going to say. Now, as far as the talent on the team, I believe we do have the talent necessary to get the job done. Vanessa, what's going on? Another shout-out to Luminous Entertainment there. David Tucker, thank you so much for tuning in. Frederick says, purchasing my ticket for the Philadelphia game in October. Go Niners. That's what I'm talking about. Go 49ers. Let's see. Felicia forever says, Owen, that's FTC. Thank you so much. Drika, what's going on, girl? Tiffany Parks Merritt, thank you so much for tuning in. Hey, Tiff, what's going on, ladies? So, again, don't forget, chime in. We're talking about Ezekiel Elliott and the six-game suspension. Do you believe that the NFL was warranted in the six-game suspension? Do you believe that Ezekiel Elliott has a chance in his appeal? Will, will he present evidence or information that will reduce it to four games, let's say? 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl live on the telephones, but also hit me up on the timeline as well. All right? So, again, the appeal uh, hearing will be heard August 29th. That's when they are going to be revisiting, you know, the evidence that Ezekiel Elliott and his representatives, um, you know, want to try to, Again, provide to refute the, the six-game suspension. Let's see, Auntie Fee says, you coming to D.C. in October? No, not as of right now. <laughs> not as of right now, Auntie Fee, but, hey, 
you never know. I'm I'm not going to say no until the game is over, okay? <laughs> so I'm trying to get there because I know it's going to be a big uh, a big tailgate and everything, all the festivities. Let's see, David Tucker says he should get Brady's legal team. Well, David, I mean, Brady's legal team didn't get him out of his suspension. They just prolonged it for another year. So do we really want to prolong this situation? I really think Ezekiel Elliott needs to just face the music and take the six-game suspension and keep it moving. Because, again, in his statement when the NFL came down with the six-game suspension, Ezekiel Elliott never said, I didn't do it, I wouldn't do it, that's not the type of person I am. I deny these accusations 100% wholeheartedly. None of that came out of his mouth. He just said he needed to mature. He said that he was disappointed in the decision. He said that he knows that he's let his fans, his teammates, his family, the team, he knows that he's let people down. But not once did he refute and say, I did not do this. I think that says a lot. So, again, sometimes it's not what you say. It can be what you don't say. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight. So this is it's going to be costly for Elliot, this suspension as well, if he goes ahead and, and, and goes along and, and does it. Um, in addition to losing his base salary pay, the guarantees in Elliot's $24.96 million um, deal will be voided. Um, he received a signing bonus of signing bonus, I'm sorry, of $16.35 million and got the final deferred installment of the bonus in March. Uh, once he misses games, he will have to pay back some of the signing bonus money. And for each game missed, Elliot will have to repay about $240,000. Uh, his base salary for 2017 through 2019 are worth $1.58 million, $2.72 million, and $3.85 million, respectively. So, 1.5 in 2017, 2.7 in 2018, 3.85 in 2019, and he would still receive those amounts for as long as he is on the roster, but they would no longer be guaranteed if an injury ended his career. So long term, we're talking about the potential of, you know, if anything happens to him, because, of, of course, the salaries increase as the years increase. But, uh, $24.96 million deal, that would be voided. And he received a signing bonus of 60.35. If he misses games, he will have to repay back that money. So, again, if he does the six-game suspension, he'll have to repay back that. And he will have to repay about $240,000 for his um, – uh, for each game missed. I'm sorry, 240000 So that's a lot. That's a lot. And either way you do it, either way you spin it, dice it, Chop it up. You're going to be missing some time, bro. I'm sorry to tell you, whether it's six, whether it's four. But I do not believe that you will present, meaning Ezekiel Elliott and his representatives, I do not think they will be presenting any new evidence or any damaging evidence that will cause the NFL to, you know, go along with the appeal. But we'll see. But hit me up. What do you think? 347-826-7924. That's the number to call to talk to TJ tonight. Do you think the appeal will happen? you think it will be reduced down to four games? Or will he eventually go ahead and have to do the six? And should he just go ahead, face the music, and do the suspension? That's my vote. But I want to hear from you. What do you think? All right, so i tell you what. With that, 
Let's go ahead. We'll jump into a quick break. I'm going to get back to everybody listening in on Facebook Live, and then we will talk about some more. Well, actually, we might switch gears here because I definitely want to get into this next uh, story. Trump, the situation over the weekend, LeBron James, he speaks out. Say what you want to about LeBron, but he's never shied away from dealing with, addressing, or acknowledging issues and problems that we are facing in today's times. So we'll talk about that right after the break. This is TJ, LL Sports 2.
it's no secret. Ladies love sports, too, with TJ. That's right. 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to you, girl. TJ, tonight on LL Sports 2. Uh, just coming back from talking with my fans on Facebook, and Aunt B says that's, uh, that's a lot of that's a loss of nearly $1.5 million. That hurts. Yes, it does, especially for ignorance. You know, for something that could have been avoided, prevented, or whatever, that is a lot of money. And shout-out to you, Jerome Boogeyman Davis, for tuning in to the show tonight. And, Janelle, I did tell Ron that you said hello, so I did give you a shout-out there. All right, so let's move to uh, some more serious information here. The events that happened over the weekend in Charlottesville, Virginia. Uh, First, we're going to hear from... President Trump, uh, this was yesterday, he addressed the topic of the rally where three were killed and 35 were injured. Let's take a listen. I think there's blame on both sides. You look at, you look at both sides. I think there's blame on both sides. You had a group on one side and you had a group on the other, and they came at each other with clubs, and it was vicious, and it was horrible, and it was a horrible thing to watch. But there is another side. There was a group on this side, you can call them the left, you've just called them the left, that came violently attacking the other group. So you can say what you want, but that's the way it is. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight on LL Sports 2. Again, that was the President of the United States, Donald Trump, addressing the topic um, of the rally where three were killed, 35 injured, saying that there's enough blame to go around for everybody. Really? Is that the response that the American public needed to hear? So now let's jump to LeBron James. Um, basically, this is just a, a call for healing from James uh, in the wake of the Charlottesville attack. Um, he was speaking in Ohio at his annual family reunion charitable event. Let's take a listen. I have this platform, and and I'm somebody that has a voice of command. And the only way for us to be able to get better as a society and us to get better as people is is love. And that's the only way we're going to be able to conquer something at the end of the day. It's it's not about the guy that's the so-called president of the United States or whatever case. It's not about a teacher that you, you don't feel like care about what's going on with you every day. It's not about people that you just don't feel like that want to give the best energy and effort to you. It's about us. It's about us looking in the mirror. Kids, all the way up to the adults, about all of us looking in the mirror and saying, what can we do better to help change? 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight on LL Sports 2. In another tweet that LeBron uh, tweeted out, this was in response to when um, President Trump took to the press conference, it took him three days, first of all, to address or call out the ignorance uh, that was in Charlottesville, Virginia. And uh, once he did that, LeBron wrote this, I quote, hate has always existed in America. Yes, we know that, but Donald Trump just made it fashionable again. Statues has nothing to do with us now, end quote. So, 
again, I'm just happy that LeBron uh, feels the need, that he takes it upon himself to speak out, to address issues that are going on in our world. A lot of people are saying, you know, well, where are the other athletes? You know, is it, it to, to each his own if they do decide or, or whether they decide uh, or not to speak out. I don't think we can hold it against them if they don't, but I do think we just have to acknowledge the fact that LeBron has never shied away. He has never stepped down from any controversy that we have dealt with as a nation, uh, people of color specifically. And I just think that he needs to be commended for whatever you want to say about his, uh, you know, his crying, his whining, the fact that he jumps his whatever. This is him as a man, as a father, as a husband, as a black man in America speaking out uh, to, you know, just the, just the situations and problems that we're, that we're dealing with. And a lot of people, they had, a, uh, had or have a issue or complaint with him referencing um, Donald, President Trump um, as the so-called president, saying that if nothing else, if at the very least, that you must respect the office. And it's kind of degrading to say that. Well, in my personal opinion, I think you must respect the office yourself before you can want to be respected for having that office. Um, a few weeks ago, there was a moment where, you know, something was said during the show, and I tried to make light of the situation by saying, you know, the thoughts and views of, of others, of listeners of this show, they do not represent those um, thoughts and views of LL Sports 2, yada, yada, yada. Well, with this event that happened over the weekend, um, it is nothing to take lightly. And, yes, I've said it time and time again on this show, it's never my intention to offend anyone. So that's why, I, you know, I made that statement then. I make this statement now. But this is my show. And I will always stay true to my beliefs. I will always give everyone the platform to speak their truth. Uh, I just always ask that, you know, we do be respect respective. Um, we respect others' opinions and their thoughts and allow them to speak, um, you know, what they believe their truths are as well. But, uh, again, I will always stay true to my beliefs and give my honest opinion of matters or situations or topics that we do talk about on this show. And the fact that LeBron James is um, acknowledging, uh, once again, things that are happening in this world, um, it, it does intercede, it does combine, the, the two worlds do combine, unfortunately. 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight on LL Sports 2. So we are now addressing, um, you know, LeBron James and his, his statement that he made at his annual uh, family reunion charitable event in regards to the Charlottesville, uh, Virginia incident. And um, so I, I just, I just want to say this because, uh, like I said, my aunt, uh, she made a statement regarding uh, the platform that Donald Trump runs on, ran on, I'm sorry, his, his slogan, Make America Great Again. That was, his, that was his campaign, let's make America great again. And my aunt said that the translation for that was let's make America white again. So I just want to pose the question to those, to the listeners, anybody listening, and please feel free. I, I do want to hear your thoughts and your opinions. But for those of you who did vote for Trump, um, I just want to know, in the hopes of Mer making Mer America great again, when was America so great? That's really all I want to know. Uh, was it when we as black Americans were enslaved? Uh, 
was when Americans were fighting for our civil rights. Uh, you know, we had to fight against laws that said you could discriminate based on race, color, origin, sex, national. You know, uh, was that when America was great? Uh, was America great when cops had the green light to beat, maim, even kill people of color in the name of justice? Oh, wait, that's still going on, right? Yeah, okay. Um, yes, in 2008, we made big strides, you know, seemingly moving in the right direction. America, we elected our first black president. But please don't get it twisted. We have been, we were, and still to this day, we continue to be in a fight for the pursuit of liberty and justice for all. So when the president comes out and doesn't address these people who clearly have an agenda that is not for America, when he doesn't want to call them out, or when he comes and tries to make excuses for, well, one group was no, no better than the other. I mean, this weekend just proved that hate and hatred in this country is deep and it is real. And when you have people who still claim alliances and ties to white supremacy, they flaunt their Confederate paraphernalia, and they are bold enough to wear their Klan's attire, the Ku Klux Klan, in 2017. Yeah, I enjoy living in the United States just as much as the next person, okay? I do enjoy my freedoms and my rights, and America is the only place that I would want to live in. I enjoy being an American citizen. But again, don't get it twisted, America. We have not, we are not, and have never been totally great. I don't know. Call me up. What do you think? 347-826-7924. That's the number to call. So, again, I just I commend, commend LeBron James for standing up. Um, that was kind of my motivational intermediate moment. How about that? <laughs> but I do feel like it was just necessary to address um, because it, the, the two, do, they do coincide. Um, you cannot not address what happened in, in Charlottesville, Virginia. There's, just, there's no way to ignore that. But, um, again, I just want to know, when was America great? Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. All right, so let's jump back into some football news because we have a lot to talk about still. And um, football, some key injuries that happened in week one of the preseason. I definitely want to talk about that real quick. Um, linebacker Raquan McMillan of the Miami Dolphins, he tore his right ACL. He is going to be out for the season. Demarius Randall, a cornerback for the Green Bay Packers, um, suffered a concussion. Now the NFL concussion protocol is different for each player, so there's no way to estimate how much time he's going to be missing, but he has entered um, concussion protocol. Linebacker Trent Murphy for the Washington Redskins, he tore his left ACL and MCL. Um, They're saying that he um, may – no, I think it's, it's been confirmed. He will be missing the entire season as well. Safety, Suwal Cravens of the Washington Redskins. Washington, they're having some bad luck there now this this first week. Uh, he had a sore knee. Um, they're saying that he's expected to miss two or three weeks, so not too long of, a, of an issue there. Defensive lineman Billy Wynn of the Denver Broncos, he tore his right ACL, saying now that he will miss the entire season. It's like a lot of season-ending injuries. 
not looking good for, for some of the teams. And then running back Bishop Sankey of the Minnesota Vikings, he tore his ACL. Um, they're now saying that he will miss the entire season as well. Uh, just a re- quick recap of our preseason week one teams. The Falcons, they played the Dolphins in Miami. Dolphins, they won 23-20. to 20. Uh, The Seahawks, they played the Chargers in L.A. The Seahawks, they put a whipping on them, 48-7. to 7. And then my 49ers, they played at the Chiefs. Uh, 49ers pulled out the win 27 to 17. Of course, I put no stock in preseason wins or losses. Of course, it's always good to get a win. Yes, it's good for morale. It makes you feel better. But we all know preseason wins and losses, they really don't mean anything. Ask the Patriots who went 4-0. and What was that? I think that was the year that they actually went 16-0 and and then ended up losing the big one. And then you always have the Detroit Lions who went 4-0 and and then they lost every single game in the regular season. So, <laughs> so yeah, we all know the preseason really doesn't matter. But a win is a win. We'll take it. Just don't get too high, don't get too low, right? So, um, NFL news and notes, safety Malcolm Jenkins, he tells ESPN's Tim McManus that he will continue to raise his fist during the national anthem this season. Jenkins says, I quote, last season I raised my fist as a sign of solidarity to support people, especially people of color, who were and still unjustly losing their lives at the hands of officers with little to no consequence. As the blowback against those who stand up for what is right thickens, I feel it necessary to push forward with a relentless determination, end quote. Uh, The Eagles, they've also released an ex-starter and running back Ryan Matthews. He led the team in rushing yards last season, 661, and rushing touchdowns, eight. He had a total of eight last season. But the Eagles, remember, they signed running back LeGarrette Blunt to a one-year deal in May, so... Sorry, don't need your services anymore, Matthews. Uh, Brandon Flowers, he informed NFL Network that he will be retiring after nine seasons. He played with the Chargers and the Chiefs. Uh, For my 49ers, safety Eric Reed, he made a statement saying that he will no longer kneel for the national anthem this season after the demonstration that he joined quarterback Colin Kaepernick in for last season went sideways. According to Reed, he says, I quote, that's not how we intended it to be. I will just keep talking about it, keep raising awareness on different topics to hopefully make that change that we're talking about, end quote. And then he also said that it was ridiculous that Colin hasn't been signed by a team yet. So we all agree with that. Don't necessarily know how I feel about Eric Reed just publicly announcing that he's not going to be kneeling. I mean, do you really think it was necessary to say that you won't? Um, you know, it's your decision. It's up to you if that's what you want to do or not. Really don't think you needed to publicize that you're not going to be kneeling this year. Um, honestly, just kind of makes me wonder, why were you doing it last year? Did you just not want Colin to be by himself, or is it that you truly um, and wholeheartedly are in the protest with him? Just my thoughts. You know, hey, I am not biased. I am an equal opportunity um, cynic. <laughs> Okay, so yeah, just not too, not too sure why Reed felt the need to vocal and, and verbalize that. But hey, to each his own. Wide receiver Marquise Goodwin. This is also for the 49ers uh, news and notes. He's suspended from track for one year by the USADA for failing to provide his whereabouts for drug testing. Uh, Goodwin, who failed to qualify for the 2016 Summer Olympics after finishing seventh in the men's long jump in the U.S. Olympic trials, he says that he is now focused on football anyway. He's not worried about track, so the suspension is null and void in his mind. 
I'm sure that's what you would say since you've been suspended, good one. <laughs> but all right, uh, 347-826-7924, that is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight on LL Sports 2. Uh, let's see, Roger Goodell, he says that he personally considers the national anthem a point of pride. Of course you would, why wouldn't you? Uh, he goes on to say that while the league respects the rights of its players to protest, he wants them to recognize, I quote, the responsibility of doing it at the right time and in the right way. He went on to say it's one of those things where we have to understand that there are people who have different viewpoints. Protest to progress is what I call it. We all have to recognize that people want to see change. Let's go out and try to make that happen in a peaceful and an important way, end quote. Once again, yeah, you have the right to do it, just don't do it when you're wearing the shield. That's pretty much what they're saying. So do they really have the right to do it? No. According to Goodell, the owners, coaches, what have you. Yes, the players have a right to do whatever they want to. They live in America, land of the free, home of the brave. But not when you're on the field in your uniform representing the NFL. Those are the little the little words in small print that you don't see. Yeah, whatever. All right. For the Jets, uh, wide receiver Quincy in Uwa, uh, he is set to undergo season-ending ending neck surgery. Not looking good for, you know, for, for that player. Sorry to hear that. Um, he was expected to be the team's number one wide receiver, especially since Brandon Marshall blew town and went to the Giants. And then wide receiver Lucky Whitehead, he has a broken foot, so he's out indefinitely. So bad news there for the wide receiving core of the Jets. Uh, for the Lions, they signed safety Glover Quinn to a contract extension through the 2019 season. Good news for them. Quinn's 116 consecutive regular season starts are the most among any active safety. So hopefully nothing will happen to him. <laughs> you know how they always have that the, the jinx or the curse whenever – the players are going to the free throw line, and they're going to the free throw line, and the, and the commentators, they say, yeah, he's made 16 free throws in a row, and then he misses. And they would be like, oh, I guess I did the jinx. Yes, it was you. You don't need to say anything. So hopefully we won't jinx Glover Quinn <laughs> with his consecutive starts. Um, for the Dolphins running back, Jay Ajahi, um, he is out with um, – he's out – out of concussion protocol, I'm sorry, but his status for Thursday's preseason game versus the Ravens has yet to be determined. And then cornerback Tony Lippett, um, he will miss the entire season because he is out due to an Achilles injury that he suffered in the first preseason game. Um, Lippett started 13 games last season for the Dolphins and led the team with four interceptions. So he's going to be missed uh, pretty dearly there. For the Panthers, they did decide to offer linebacker Thomas Davis a one-year extension worth $6.75 million. So he's going to be good through 2018. Uh, for the Green Bay Packers, tight end Martellus Bennett, he says that he supports his brother, Seahawks defensive end Michael Bennett, and his decision to sit during the national anthem. If you did not hear already, Michael Bennett of the Seahawks said that he will be sitting for this season during the national anthem, he did so uh, in the annual in the pre first preseason game this year, and he says that he will continue to do it throughout the season. Um, his brother Martellus says, "I quote: I support Michael in everything he does. He's very well educated on what it is he wants to happen in the world and what he's trying to communicate." End quote. Say what you want to about those Bennett brothers, but they are real as real can get. They are not afraid of speaking their mind. They are not afraid of going against the grain, and they believe, you know, in right and wrong. There's no really no really no gray area with the Bennett brothers. See the left, right, right, wrong, good or bad. 
and uh, I definitely respect uh, the Bennett brothers and, and their honesty and their truth. A lot of people say, you know, do you really want to hear the truth? Yeah, I do, from the players. Don't be politically correct. That serves nobody, no purpose. So shout-out to the Bennett brothers. Um, also for the Seahawks, wide receiver Doug Baldwin, he says that he is considering joining his teammate, Michael Bennett, in his protest while Coach Pete Carroll, here we go with that again, uh, the Coach Carroll says that he supports Bennett's message, but he thinks that everyone should stand for the anthem. And that's your opinion. You see the world through different glasses. Let's just call it what it is. So for the, let's see, moving on to some more NFL news and notes, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to your girl tonight. Don't forget, hit me up on Facebook Live and chime in on the timeline. So for the Falcons, we know that they agreed to a five-year extension, a five-year contract extension with running back Devontae Freeman last week. Well, this week Devontae is in concussion protocol. He's been sitting out. So we don't know if uh, – I, I don't want to say that anyone would take a concussion lightly. They said that Devontae Freeman had to leave practice early over the weekend, I believe it was Sunday, saying he was dehydrated or whatever, and now he's entered uh, concussion protocol. So don't like to hear that, a player, um, you know, having to leave, especially for concussions. Very serious. Steelers, for the Steelers quarterback, Joshua Hobbs, he's in line to start Sunday's preseason game versus the Falcons. As Roethlisberger, he has decided, um, oh, I'm sorry, the, the team has decided that he is not expected to play. However, Roethlisberger will be in the lineup uh, week three, of course, that's a preseason. Week three is pretty much uh, a run-through dress rehearsal for the season, so you would definitely expect to see him playing uh, next week. And let's see, the Packers, they released defense, defensive tackle Troy Gion, who was arrested on June 21st on charges of intoxicated driving. Uh, Gion, if he is picked up from another team, he will be suspended for the first four games of the 2017 season for violating the league's policy on performance-enhancing drugs. All right, so that's a couple of news and notes that I definitely wanted to get through uh, for for tonight. And don't forget, if you're not watching NFL Hard Knocks on HBO, they are featuring the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're pretty good, pretty interesting there. And we were able to see the the Bucks release their kicker that they had went up in the draft last season. They, like, went up seriously to, to grab this dude. Uh, what's his name? Aguayo. Well, Aguayo is not um, – what's the word I'm looking for? He's not dependo. They couldn't depend on him. He was missing extra points. He was missing field goals within 40 yards. This was like end of last season and then going into um, this, you know, practice and, and preseason. So they said that we're not willing to waste any more time with this. Get your mind right somewhere else. But uh, good news, he was picked up off of waivers. The Chicago Bears did pick him up. So he's back employed. But, you know, one man's trash is always another man's treasure, right? All right, so I want to get to this real quick here. The Undefeated, they listed their 10 greatest black athletes. And I just want to see your thoughts and opinions on if you agree or disagree. Let's just overall. Overall rankings. Now, mind you, they partnered with SurveyMonkey to poll the public on the 50 greatest black athletes. 
In April, 10,350 adults were asked to rank 200 athletes on 20 different surveys. And respondents were asked how great of an athlete each person was or is using a scale of 1 to 10, 1 to 10 stars. And the athletes were ranked in order based on their average scores to form a top 50 list. Now, of course, like I said, they had different rankings and different categories. And there were 10,350 adults that were polled to rank 200 athletes. So let's see what they found out. Overall ranking, 10. Jerry Rice, nine, Gabby Douglas. Yes, Olympic winner, Gabby Douglas. Number eight, Simone Biles. Yeah, another Olympic athlete. Seven, Hank Aaron. Six, Serena Williams. Coming in fifth, Jesse Owens. And again, this is the overall ranking for the top ten best black athletes. Um, so again, number five, Jesse Owens. Four, Willie Mays, three, Muhammad Ali, two, Jackie Robinson, and number one, Michael Jordan. So those are the overall rankings of the top ten greatest black athletes that a poll done by the undefeated in conjunction with SurveyMonkey, polling 10,350 adults, ranking 200 athletes. And they don't break down you know, gender or, um, you know, nationality or anything like that. But that's the overall ranking. Now, as far as dominance in their respective field, their respective sport, coming in at 10, Shaquille O'Neal, 9, Jesse Owens, 8, LeBron James, 7, Jerry Rice, 6, Willie Mays, 5, Hank Aaron, 4, Usain Bolt, 3, Serena Williams, Two, Muhammad Ali, and coming in number one again, Michael Jordan. As far as having an impact on society, overall ranking, 10, Gail Sayers, 9, Walter Payton, 8, Muhammad Ali, 7, Gabby Douglas, 6, Simone Biles, 5, Jesse Owens, 4, Michael Jordan, 3, Hank Aaron, 2, Willie Mays, and coming in, number one, as far as having an impact on society overall, Jackie Robinson. And I think it's uh, the last one's kind of cut off here, but it's uh, inspirational. So overall, who inspired um, from their respective sport. Ten, Walter Payton. Uh, let's see, nine, Simone Biles. Eight, Gail Sayers. Seven, Hank Aaron. Six, Gabby Douglas. Five, Muhammad Ali. Four, Michael Jordan. Three, Jesse Owens. Uh, two, Willie Mays. And then coming in number one again, Jackie Robinson. I was just very surprised at how low Muhammad Ali came in each of these categories. In, in overall dominance, he came in number two. But I just don't see how Muhammad Ali couldn't come in number one across the board. I really don't. Just the impact of what he did when he did it. Really? You, there's somebody over And that's just my personal opinion. Everybody has a right to theirs. But, again, to come in third overall, to come in eighth as far as impact on society, impact on society, really, 
what that man gave up, when he gave it up, what he stood for, when at the time that he stood up for it, he could have lost his life, let alone his career, skip his career. Wow. Yeah, I was just a very um I was very surprised and amazed with that uh, with that overall um those overall findings. But hey, that's why we live in America, right? <laughs> Everyone has a thought has a, has a right to their opinion. So, call me up. What do you think? Do you agree? Again, with the overall ranking, they are saying that the this is the undefeated again. The the magazine they're saying that they did a poll in conjunction with SurveyMonkey to poll the 50 greatest black athletes. Um, 10,350 adults were asked to rank 200 athletes, and coming in the top 10, number 10, Jerry Rice, number nine, Gabby Douglas. Number eight, Simone Biles. Number seven, Hank Aaron. Number six, Serena Williams. Number five, Jesse Owens. Four, Willie Mays. Three, Muhammad Ali. Two, Jackie Robinson. And number one, Michael Jordan. Uh, Before I get off of that, let me just say, in my honest opinion, I do not believe Simone Biles or Gabby Douglas deserve to be in the top ten. Of overall top ten greatest black athletes. That is my opinion. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number one that's the number one that's the number number to dial to talk to the number one lady sports show out there. How about that? <laughs> all right, so I tell you what, we're gonna go ahead and jump to a quick break. I definitely gotta get to Facebook because I see all of the all of the timeline um thoughts that people are people are chiming in on so I definitely want to get to that but don't move a muscle don't go anywhere because right after this break it will be time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad yes it will be time for Lucinda's lyrics and then right after that it'll be the three amigos you already know so don't move a muscle this is TJ LL Sports 2 
dramatics for you right there. Go outside in the rain. I would say men, you know, they didn't want want you to see them cry, so they would just walk out in the rain and let the tears fall. What? Real music right there. Three four seven eight two six seven nine two four. That is the number to call to talk to your girl T J tonight on LL Sports Two. All right, so you already know it. The clock on the wall says nine or twenty. So that means it's time for the baddest lady in the land when her pen hits that pad. Yes, it is now time for Lucinda's lyrics. So, Lucinda, what do you have on tap for us tonight? Good evening, LL Sports Kids. Seattle Hammers the Chargers 48-17 in Los Angeles on August 13th. Chargers made the first touchdown and field goal. 
It looked like they were in the Super Bowl. They made the first quarter and we took the second. It appeared to be a close game, I reckon. Not so, because we dominated the rest of the game, just causing the Chargers to take the walk of shame. On August 18th, we, we played the Minnesota Vikings. We're hoping to win as we are striking. And there's the Kansas City Chiefs on August 25th. This win should be forthwith. Lastly, on August 31st, we played the Raiders in Oakland. With this type of momentum, the NFL season should be grand. Hey, Lou, what you said? You only got to tell me once what my assignment is. I'll bring it to you, and then I'll bring it to you on a platter. You did that. <laughs> you better recognize. You better recognize, and Janelle need to. <laughs> and I heard you say, I heard you say that, you know, this is it's just the preseason. These games don't mean anything. Well, it's the way you start, baby. Then how you finish is how you start. When you start out winning, you usually end up winning. You better recognize. Hey, Lou, I can't co-sign that. I'm so sorry. I can't do that. Because there's nowhere you near how you st- I can't co-sign that. It's not how you start. It's how you finish. You can start a season well, 0-6 it- and then come back and win every game outright and still make it to the playoffs. But if you start out at hard, that's like you running a race. The horse is running. I mean, you ain't got to start out running hard as you can, but you need to start out strong. And you should start out, you know, being victorious. Because usually it takes more time to catch up when you're losing too many. I beg to differ. And you know what? That is the love that we have on this show, that we beg to differ and that we can differ because there's nothing you're going to say that's going to convince me that it's good to do good in preseason because preseason don't mean nothing. <laughs> and I'm sure Janelle will, will, she will piggyback on what you're saying. But before she comes on, I want to give a, a shout-out to she's She's on? No, no, no. I want to give a she shout out. Not, she might not agree with me. We'll see. She's gonna be the tiebreaker though. But go ahead, go okay. go ahead with your shout out. I want to give a shout out. I want to say a happy birthday to John. John, my brother John. His birthday is on the twentieth. He's your uncle, my brother. Happy birthday, John. I love you. Hope you're listening. And then on the twenty third, you will be back. But I just still want to shout out in case you don't come back. But you should be. That'll be George's birthday, my brother, your uncle. He will, that's August 23rd. Just want to give a shout-out to the brothers. I love you, brothers. I love you. Now, come on, Janelle. Don't be don't be acting like a snail. <laughs> what did you, you say? Okay, bump all the, uh, all the pleasantries. Let's go on and get, and get into it. Well, let's go ahead and get into it then. Janelle, Janelle, what, what say you, Janelle? <laughs> Good evening, ladies. I love it. I absolutely love it. I can't take it. it. I just don't. I don't understand. Um. I, yes. Yes, ma'am. I do apologize, but Tina's right. Preseason means absolutely nothing. I, I, you can start off strong if you want to in the preseason. That's fine. Uh, I, I'm not trying to be difficult, but I, I don't. Uh, and we talk about this every year. I could care less what happens in preseason because it means it doesn't. It doesn't mean anything. These games don't count for nothing. They don't count for absolutely anything. Right now, all, they, all everybody is doing is trying to see if uh, see who can who can win a spot and who you know if the decisions that they've made if 
if they're if they're gonna work out or if they need to make some different decisions. That's all that's going on right now. Everybody just food banking. This is not real. That's true. It's basically it's not it's just real. But you got people playing football. Real live people playing football, but it's not real. Girl. We're not saying that it's not real in 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 the literal sense. Of course, it's real. We're just saying that the wins, like let's say, like if if your Seahawks go four and zero oh in the preseason, those four wins are I know they right there in the preseason category. They move yep. nowhere. They will not carry over to the regular that. season. So, but, but we're just saying though that the wins, it's good for morale. Yeah, it's very good for that. But really, preseason all it is is to evaluate the talent. Because I always harken mm-hmm. back to the, to, the, to the Detroit Lions. You know, I think it was 1998 or something, but they went 4-0. and oh. Everybody had high expectations. Them boys lost 0-16. Oh, they didn't win that one game. <laughs> that was the Lions. It wasn't the Seahawks. She just absolutely <laughs> refused to let you have it. Okay, that's, why we love, that's why we work so well together Because we just We enjoy disagreeing I don't think she know how to do anything else To be honest with you Oh Lord Well but You saying I don't know how to agree All I do is disagree You I think you take pride In disagreeing with your niece I really do <laughs> I, I really do Oh it's I just think me that it Oh is, she just enjoys yeah, disagreeing uh, with me huh it, it's just me. Uh, no, that's not true. That's not true. So she, she, okay, she lives to disagree with me. No, no, no. She lives to disagree with me. Let's just keep it real. Uh, she and she enjoys it. That's what she does. That's what she. Did. I mean, it's she. I don't think that she has it in her to actually agree with either one of us. To be honest with you. And, and see, you need to go back and listen to the podcast because there have been many nights I've agreed with Tina. I've agreed with you, but on this one, I disagree. Because I'm true. <laughs> because you she is out of control. She, she, she says she's true. She out of control right now. This is the problem. She true. Okay, so she <laughs> truly wrong about the the outcome of preseason games. But that's okay. I'm gonna let you have that. Angle. You be true. Be true all day long. I didn't say truly. I said true. P R U E. And I think mm. you are truly wrong. I heard what you're saying. Oh, <laughs> she said, I heard what you're saying. <laughs> Out of control. This is the problem yeah. right here. I'm telling you. All right, ladies, oh, so I have to hear your thoughts. What, what, what do you think about the six-game suspension for, for Zeke there? Do you do you agree? Do you, do you think he has a chance when it comes to the appeal? What's your thoughts? Well. Yeah, hold on. Before we get started, Janelle. Who, do you want to go first? Janelle, Janelle. You know, you already know what I'm going to say. No, no, you before beauty. <laughs> oh my word! Well, okay. I'm, I'm, go ahead. I don't even know what to say about her tonight. Really? <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. I, I'm really, um, I, I'm kind of torn about this whole situation, to be honest with you. Um, you know, on one hand, we complain all the time about the fact that these, these football players, they just really get out of control. You know, granted, I understand your personal life is just that. It's your personal life. But would you know for a fact that you hold a position where 
your personal life, you can't be held accountable for what you're doing. I think you need to take into account what's happening. Now, I honestly believe that nothing's going to come of this. I think it's a waste of time. I think he needs to go ahead and take these six games and, and call it a day. Because it's just because he's good. There is absolutely nothing that he can say. There's absolutely nothing that he can tell them or that he can show them that I think will make them reverse it because he has been in so much trouble in this last year. It's ridiculous. I honestly just... Go ahead, Janelle, go ahead. So you you basically think that the appeal is a waste of time and you don't think that the NFL is going to reduce the, the suspension at all, right? Exactly. I think he's going to end up in the same situation as old boy. It's it's just literally a waste of time. Just go ahead and take them knots on top of your head and go sit down somewhere. Okay. Hey, Lou, your thoughts on the situation? I hate to say this, but I agree with you now. Oh, I'm about to black out. Wait. 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 I got to sit up. Hold on. Let me see. All right. Say that again. Just, just say that. Say those four words again. I got the cowboy to say stop. She's got a little wisdom. She's so young. She's a young bug, but she's got a little wisdom. I agree with her. Uh, yeah, really good. Uh, the Dale? thing is, if this plays with Jim, I know, again. right? I, I, <laughs> Well, I was against I agree. I mean, let's make sure that the people can hear y'all. So I agree with Janelle. Everything she says, I agree with. You know what's interesting, though? I I think that it's 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 like sometimes it's okay. It's it's. It's one of those situations where we have to we have to allow the the NFL to, you know. And I heard you say this earlier, and I was right there with you, Tina, because you know we complain all the time. It's like sometimes they take 17 years to come to a decision, and then sometimes it's like they take that long and they still don't come to the right decision. But this time, I honestly believe that he they they came to the right decision because he is not he has not been doing right. I mean, honestly, it's every time we turn around, he's in the news for something else. Go sit down somewhere. She's right. Some people like the spotlight, whether it's negative or positive publicity. Doesn't matter. Yeah, that's that's true. That's true. I mean, we um, you know, like I said. Sometimes I do believe that the NFL is damned if they do, the damned if they don't. And in this in in this instance, especially after the Josh Brown situation, you know that was the Giants kicker where they only suspended him one game. The fact that they did take so long to come to to come to the to their conclusion, it shows me that at least they I think they did their due diligence. Now, like I said, do I believe that some of the stuff that the girl says she probably did? But again, I fault Ezekiel Elliott for keeping somebody like that in, around in his camp. For keeping there somebody like that in his life, because if you there know somebody is. is capable of of being that way, wanting to ruin your career just because they mad, come on now, I, it, it should take a rocket scientist for you to eliminate that from your life. You know what I mean? But um, that is so true. That is yeah. so true. And it's like, okay, seriously, if you when you 
people, everybody makes mistakes, and everybody, you know, there's going to come a time where everybody's going to get ticked off about something. But when you have somebody who point blank can tell you that they will ruin your career, I mean, what kind of thing is that to say, especially when you know how hard these players have to work to get where they are? This is not something where I can literally just, you know, walk down to the corner store and I can just, you know, buy me a membership to the NFL. It doesn't work like that. When you have somebody that will point blank tell you, you know, I, I, I fault him for even having – but you need to be extremely careful, extremely careful with the type of people you have in your life when you hold those kind of positions. And if he want to be stupid enough to be around somebody who, who can just let those kind of words just slide off your lips so easily, I mean, come on, that is just I, – I couldn't believe it when I read that. I'm like, wow, that that, that was amazing to me. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, where there's smoke, there's fire. And to have five incidents like that in, in a short amount of time, and and like I said, for him to, to be in so many incidents in such a short period of time with that, right. and how many times he's been in the news for just stupid stuff. You know, he just seems like the type of person. A lot of people say, you know, he's immature and, you know, he just, you know, he needs to grow up and all that. And I think some of it is entitlement at this point. And nobody has ever told him no or told him to go sit down somewhere. And for the simple fact that this is your first year in the league and you're already facing a six-game suspension with the possibility of if you mess up again, you could be out. With all that talent. I don't know. uh, But it's the Dallas Cowboys, so, hey, I enjoy it. Cowboys is just absolutely phenomenal. I love it. Yes. I absolutely love it. Yeah, I never would have known she. Li- I never would have known that she disliked him. I would never would have. Yeah, I, I try to keep talk it on about the, the Cowboys so bad. I, I mean, seriously, every it don't make a difference. I'm talking about every year. It's the same thing. She hates the Cowboys as much as I do, but it's just for me. It's just. I would hate to see I would hate to see all his hard work go to waste like that. That's my that's the only thing for me. Uh, granted, he is a cowboy, and I really don't care about no thinking cowboys. But I mean, it's just the fact that all that talent. I mean, seriously, you you work that hard to to get to the league only to do something so tri- so trivial, so stupid like this to have it taken away from you. Right. Yeah. No, I don't. I don't. We could write a book. The one thing that I. The one thing that I don't like is I don't like the fact that the league has come up with that rule. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, really? Sometimes some some of these rules, this new spangled crap that they've come up with, they honestly need to reevaluate some of this stuff because, I mean, that's a little bit much. That's a little extreme to tell me that, you know, I mean, even in jail, they give you three strikes. They they don't even want to give you the rest. Wait, let me make sure I understand. You're talking about the, the right off the bat it's the six game suspension? No, about the fact that, you know, he if he if, if he goes ahead and takes this six game and he mm-hmm. does something else to get in trouble that he his career will be ended. I think that's stupid. Granted I do think he needs to sit down somewhere and act like he got some sense, but at the same token, I mean, come on now, that's a little harsh. Well, but it's it deals strictly with domestic violence though. So it's not like if he messes up again, you know, if he has 
weed charges or something like that. This is strictly with domestic violence, and I have no problem with that because they need a deterrent. With, with all the stuff that the that players uh, find themselves involved in, with all these domestic assaults and all this, yeah, the, it needs to be harsh and it needs to be quick. You know, they don't need to mess around with that. But this is this is strictly if you know the the code of conduct policy. And if you're doing stuff like this, I mean, do we really want them in the NFL? They don't deserve to be there. If you don't know how to 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 uh, you know uphold yourself or act or you know what noise is that? Who is that? Is that you, Janelle? Okay, yeah. uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I told y'all last week and I got slammed, so I'm good. 
I'm just going to say this. There's a scripture in the Bible that says a fool utters his utters all his mouth. It says a fool, F-O-O-L. But a wise man holds it in to afterwards. So you just watch. Wisdom says sit back and watch what comes out the mouth. Mm. Without abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. That's all I'm saying. Mm. 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 All right. All right now, Reverend Taylor. <laughs> <laughs> Well, all right, ladies. Well, I ain't gonna lie to you. I just I, I can't take that more no more. So until we uh, there, we gonna work on that. Get that fixed right there. So uh, it's not, it's not every week. Look, it's not every week. She just I think she just forgets. I don't know what the problem is, but we gonna work I on it. I do. I'm, okay, I promise. I am. I'm gonna work on it. I promise. Oh. I promise. Okay, don't no promise. Do it. Do it.
That is the number to call to talk to your girl TJ tonight and every Wednesday night on LL Sports 2. I want to shout out everybody who has tuned in thus far while the ladies, the three amigos were on. Let's see, Mimi Jackson, I think I said hello to you, Howard Cow, that's Iron Lion, Michael A., Shalanda, thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you're feeling better, baby girl. David Tucker in the house, Benjamin Carter. What's going on, Denoris Heard? Thank you so much. Tasha, what's going on? Wait, would you watching me from where? From the sand pit. What? Miss being on the same time zone already. I know you do, girl. I know you do. But you'll be back soon. I already know. All right, y'all, 347-826-7924. That is the number to call to talk to TJ tonight. A couple of NBA news and notes I wanted to get to. Uh, let's see. I think I may have talked about this before, but just in case if I haven't, uh, you know, former Rockets, former Rockets center Hakeem Olajuwon says that he would be interested in joining an ownership, ownership group to buy the team, which was put up for sale in July, and also interested in owning a part of the Rockets is, yes, none other than Queen B herself. So singer Beyonce says she is also showing interest in being part of a future ownership group. Um, that's according to Bloomberg. Uh, the former Cavaliers GM David Griffin says that guard Kyrie Irving showed courage by requesting a trade last month. Griffin says, I quote, I see this as him looking for a fit for himself to take the next step in his career. LeBron casts a very large shadow over an organization, end quote. And now they're saying that the Cavaliers are approaching any Kyrie Irving trade discussions from the standpoint that LeBron James will not be with the team after next season. This is according to ESPN's Adrian Wojnarowski. Um, the team is determined to get an elite young player and not add high-priced veterans. So they want to make sure they get the right money, you know, bang for their buck if they do let Kyrie go. Um, they're saying that the Celtics have expressed interest in Irving but have not made a formal offer as of yet. Uh, let's see, the Knicks, they signed uh, former Michael Beasley. I think I talked about that. And uh, they're saying that Kings forward Zach Randolph, he was arrested on felony charges of marijuana possession with intent to sale. This is according to police reports. Now, the arrest was part of a disturbance that resulted in damage to five LAPD vehicles and one sheriff's vehicle. This was according to ABC7 in Los Angeles. But Randolph's representatives say that the charges are false and misleading. Um, they're saying that Randolph's next court date is scheduled for August the 31st. That's according to some online records. All right, and then the season schedule for the NBA has been released. Can you believe that the season is going to be starting in a, a little over a month? Well, almost two months, October 17th. That's when the NBA season kicks off. So uh, the Christmas schedule, it will be the 76ers at the Knicks. There will be the first game at noon on ESPN. The Cavaliers at the Warriors rematch of the finals. Really, there were no finals because Warriors – Probably should have swept, but I'm glad they didn't. Uh, it'll be the Cavaliers at the Warriors at 3 on ABC, the Wizards at the Celtics, 5.30 on ABC, the Rockets at the Thunder, 8 o'clock on ABC, and then rounding out the Christmas schedule, it'll be the Timberwolves at the Lakers, 10.30, uh, and all those are Eastern Standard Times. And I'm sure I think there's going to be some football games on Christmas Day as well. So should be a wonderful day in the world of sports on Christmas. All right. So let's see with that. Did I have any more? Thought I had some MLB news for you, but I 
think we got through this last week. The Rangers, they are ready to trade their pitcher, Yu Darvish, for the right deal. Um, this is according to ESPN's Jerry Krasnick. Um, now, Darvish, he is in the final year of his six-year, $60 million deal. Um, but it's going to make him an unrestricted free agent after this season. So um, we'll have to see what the Rangers do with that. All right, so let's go ahead and get into it. What happened in the world of sports today, August 16th? Well, I'm glad you asked. Let me go ahead and tell you. 1920, the only fatality to occur in a Major League Baseball game happened. It was Ray Chapman of the Cleveland Indians. He was hit in the head with a fastball from Carl Mays of the New York Yankees. So thank God it was in 1920 and nothing has happened like that ever since. No fatalities on the field. 1948, Babe Ruth, he died at the age of 53. In 2003, Jimmy Smith of the Jacksonville Jaguars, he was suspended four games by the NFL for violating the league's substance abuse policy. And then also in 2003, Michael Vick of the Atlanta Falcons, he suffered a fractured right fibula in a 13-10 preseason loss to the Baltimore Ravens. So not only did they lose the game, but they lost a lot more because he broke his leg. All right. That's what happened in the world of sports, August the 16th. All right, y'all. And so with that, it's a wrap. The two hours in the books. Let me see. Let me jump to the phone line. I mean, not phone lines here. I'm sorry. Facebook. David Tucker says, isn't Jay-Z part owner of Brooklyn? Um, isn't it Brooklyn? I know he was. But, yes, I do believe he's still part owner of the uh, of the Brooklyn Nets. And I think Usher is part of – I know he's part owner of the, of the Cavaliers. So, all right. And David says, if you don't see me in the morning, he got VTO. I'm so mad at you, David. So mad. But that's okay. I understand. <laughs> all right. I'll see you when I see you. All right, y'all, so that's going to do it for tonight. As I always say, whether you listen 20 minutes or the whole two hours, I truly appreciate the support. So I want to shout out to everybody listening in online, listening in in the chat room, on the phone lines, and everybody, everybody on Facebook Live. I truly, truly appreciate the support, y'all, each and every one of you. All right, uh, let's see, art- artists who celebrated a birthday this week who were featured, well, one was an artist that's today. So we'll get to that. Birthday is Kathy Lee Gifford, is turned 64. Rumor Willis, yes, the daughter of uh, Bruce Willis and uh, Demi Moore. Rumor Willis, she turns 29. Young Thug, he turns 26. Madonna, yes, the virgin herself, like a virgin, whatever, turns 59. And Angela Bassett, she also turned 59. So happy birthday to all of them who celebrate a birthday today. Shout out to my main fan, Mr. Silicon Valley himself, Marlon. He shot, he was on the timeline today, so welcome back. And he says that hopefully he'll get back to us by the end of the month. So definitely shout out to him. Shout out to one of my dearest friends, Amina Garrard, celebrating a birthday today. And also to one of the best photographers that I know, outside of Tory, but he does wonderful work at Salem Bible Church, uh, Mr. William Ligon. So happy, happy birthday to them. Of course, to Aunt Lou for once again bringing the strength, coming through with her homework, work, homework, work, <laughs> as always, doing an excellent job. So shout out to you, Aunt Lou, and to Janelle, part of the Three Amigos. Love the set, lady, ladies, as always. And then last, but by no means least, to my mom, Miss Denise Green, your support for your love, all that you do for me and for LL Sports, too. I truly, truly appreciate it.
words can't describe. All right, y'all, so that will do it for tonight. When will we be back? You already know, next Wednesday night, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To join me, dial 347-826-7924. You can log on to www.blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 or you can find me live all the way live on Facebook Live. Tina D. Jackson is the name. Sports is my game. All right. And don't forget, if you're not following the show already, please do that. Again, that homepage, blogtalkradio.com forward slash Sports 2 Make sure to click all of the links, but most importantly, make sure to activate your email. Otherwise, your number will not count. And then also, I am in iTunes, LL Sports 2 with TJ. Click subscribe. All right, it's just that simple. So with that, it's only time for one more thing. Yes, looks like we're going to get out of here a little bit early tonight, y'all. So, hey, you can watch, uh, not Queen Sugar, Greenleaf. Greenleaf is back on. They premiered last night. Didn't know it. But so if you didn't catch it, make sure to catch last night's episode. And then tonight, uh, it was a two-night premiere. All right. And don't forget, only two more episodes of Power left. So make sure to tune in to that. All right, y'all. It's time for TJ's Motivational Moment. Have you ever had a total and complete conversation with yourself? You know, you have a thought or a question, and instead of asking or engaging the person who the thought or question pertains to, you take it upon yourself to come to your own conclusion. Thinking that you know the person so well, or you know how they react in certain situations, or you know how they will respond to a specific incident. You know how they would answer if presented with a question. Or you're thinking to yourself, I've heard this song before, I've seen this scenario, and I know how it's going to play itself out. And you know what? Nine times out of ten, you would probably be right. It's so easy to come to our own conclusions and assume that, you know, we know a person. But all it takes is that one time, that one time that you don't know how they would react. That one time that they respond totally different to that situation or that one answer you thought they would give is totally wrong. Because at the end of the day, regardless of how well you know someone, you don't always know what they're going through. And just because you were going through your own trials and dealing with your own situations and circumstances, you can't expect others to read your mind. Especially if your mind is like mine and it's working a thousand times a minute. The mind is a powerful tool. It can allow you to fantasize and take you to places you never dreamed possible. However, it can also play tricks on you and have you come into the most absurd conclusions, if you let it. If there's something on your mind, the only way to truly clear things up is to have dialogue. Sit down, lay everything out on the table, and talk it out. You may work it out, and you may not. But at the very least, you and the other person can come to an understanding. And so on that note, I leave you with tonight's quote. The worst distance between two people is misunderstanding. I'm TJ, and that's my motivational moment. Till next time, y'all be good to yourself. Be good to others. Most of all, y'all be blessed. Have a wonderful rest of the week and a great weekend, and we'll see you back here next Wednesday night. Bye-bye.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.